Thank you very much. All right, hey everybody. Hi guys. Hello, Outlier Podcast Festival. Woo! I'm yeah. Matt McConkey. This is Dave Holmes. This is Matt McConkey. No introduction. Stop. Um, we're oh. recording live at the Outlier Podcast Festival, yeah. which is a festival for queer people who don't tell the truth. Yes. Outliers. Just kidding. Ah, I appreciated that. Yes, we're in beautiful. Uh, we're in beautiful West LA. I'd never make it over here. Yeah. Um, Except to like audition for commercials back in the day. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Those were dark times. Those were unbelievably dark times. Wait, then do have, are there Dave Holmes commercials out there that I've never seen? I, I did do one series for Ford. But I was, on the, I was on the audition Ford. circuit for years and years and years. Oh, me too. Uh, it's awful. It's awful. What, what would you do in this Ford series? Um, I, it was like it, there was a series... Of, uh, of commercials where at a gas station or somewhere there was like a big mirrored cube and uh, and it would open and like into a newsroom. Okay. And I was the newscaster and the story was the new Ford something. Um, and it's it's best in this class. This vaguely rings something. a bell. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. I saw these. Yeah. My, wow. um, at, at a space very near here, I don't know what is going Am I on. Am doing something wrong with the sound? No. Is there a Oh, is it this? Should I just turn it off? There we go. Um, we will need we'll, it. We'll use it don't, eventually. Don't, don't throw it away. There. Thank you. Um, <laughs> at a place right near here, I, uh, I, I went in for a commercial. I don't know what it was for. It was probably another car. And, um, and the setup was, like, you know how they take you all into a room and they explain mm-hmm. what you're going to have to do and whatever. Yeah. And, so I, and I was the last to arrive and it was all going to happen in pairs. So whoever I was going to be paired with hadn't arrived. So everybody comes in and it's like a sport, you know, they explain it, your sports center, you know, sports casters or whatever. Um, and you talk about the Nissan something or other. And, um, and so then I come out and in that time, my partner has arrived, but he doesn't know what the deal is. So he's like, you got the spiel. I was like, yeah, I got the spiel. It's sports center. He goes, great. Bald as a cue ball. He's got a huge case. He's like, I'll be right back. He leaves for five minutes, comes back with like a full head of sportscaster hair. Wow. Yeah. So this guy goes from audition to audition with dad hair, with, you know, a guy who works at McDonald's hair, like just a full range of looks and styles. Yeah. Did he book it? I have no idea. I never saw the commercial. I have to assume that he did. I for sure did not. I'd like that case, whatever it is. Yeah, and I definitely too. would like the Dave Holmes piece. Oh, stop, stop. Uh, podcasts. We're talking podcasts. We're here to celebrate the world of the podcast. Matt, what's on your... What's on your... What's on my cue? What's on your cue? I mean, um, 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 I, li- I listen to The Daily every morning. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, and I listen to Bit Sesh every week, of yeah. course. Um. Yeah. Big woo for that. And I just what I just also just listened to. Fuck. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a mini series about Nexium. The all the cult podcasts I'd burned through. What is that one called? The um, Uncovered. Um. Do you know about Nexium? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. With the with the girl from Smallville and the you, you, yeah. you get branded on your pubis. Yeah. Very good. Interesting. Um, I don't know what. Else. What are you listening to? I okay. So I was just introduced to something new. Um, and I'll tell you this. Okay. So we, we were just in London for the London podcast festival. Mm-hmm. And, and while I was there, a friend of the show, Stephen Beresford had, had been and me over for breakfast. Stephen lives, this is a long story of explaining how I have a new favorite podcast, but, um, so he lives in this mansion 
right? With two friends of his who are, who are like in, in the art world. They're just these like wonderful, smart, funny people. And they have this huge place and they, they've, and Steven's just kind of stayed there for a he's while. So, so they cool. said, he's super cool. So they, uh, so they said, come over for breakfast. And, uh, and so we did. And, and the, the, the lady of the house, this woman, Kaz, just, just gorgeous and, and like, just groovy and cool. And, uh, and she's like, Oh, you're here for the podcast. Festival. Don't you love podcasts? Aren't they lovely? Aren't they gorgeous? <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, yeah, they are. She said, and so she told me about her favorite and, uh, and she said, it's called the Perchy exchange. And it's all about Perchy. And I was like, I don't know what or who Perchy is, but I was hundred percent playing along. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, somebody comes in with a bit of Perchy. And they discuss it. And I was like, great. So, per- so Perchy, so P-E-R-C-H. So she said, no, Perchy. Poetry. The word poetry. was poetry. So it's the poetry exchange. And I, I, it's now, I now listen to it. It's fantastic. It is somebody brings in a bit of poetry, like their wow. favorite thing. And you go through it sort of line by line and explain why you love it. And then an actor performs it at the end. Like they do like a separate thing. It's really enlightening and great. Perchy. Perchy. Um, I love that. I love bitch sesh also. Mm, I mean, you might, it's, it's, it's research now it is for now, your life. It is now research. And, uh, my friend Zach Huddleston has a new podcast all about fruit. It's just him and a friend talking fruit? about fruit. It's called fruitful. Wow. And it's just, it's, it's fantastic. Like they'll just go for an hour about berries. So it'll be like berries week, apples week. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah. Controversial honeydew melon. And what are the, what's their qualification to talk about fruit? They just like fruit. What's anybody's qualification? Uh, you know, we, we are qualified to talk about the gayness that we talk about on our show. Yeah. But I think anybody in the world can talk about We're fruit. We're here to talk about fruit, in that, fact. Yes, in a manner of speaking. I'm really um, giving a lot of groaners today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I um, have a love-hate relationship with all of the Crooked Media shows. Yeah. Eh, actually, just, just Pod Save America, really. I love it, uh, but it also makes me angry, and I'm tired of being yelled at by people I agree with. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. kind of. I do like to listen and just be like, "What do I? What are my thoughts about this?" And have them fed to me, and then yes. I just repeat them as if they're my own. Yeah, yeah, it's helpful that yeah. way. Um, but yeah, man, I can't. I can't listen to another fucking ZipRecruiter ad from those guys. I just can't do That's it. True. I can't do it. It really reveals that they're all. Somebody monsters. tweeted at us that they were like, "You can tell that they're like a newer podcast because they they sound so eager when they do their ads." That's true. Unlike the. Those guys yeah. who are who just don't give a fuck. No, they don't. Well, speaking of which, speaking. Oh, we, I've got some podcast dish. Ooh. Um, speaking of Pod Save America, we had John Lovett on our show mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago, and for whatever reason, I mean, you know, we've been doing this for more than a year. Have I ever done fuck Mary kill on the show? Never. Except I decided to do it with John Lovett for some reason, and it's maybe because he was he clammed up a little bit about his relationship. But I was like, hey, Wait, let's we play did, Fuck, uh, Mary Kill. Yeah. I was there for this? Yes, you were. Don't remember that. I'm, you might have blocked it out. because new to me. It was unpleasant. And, and it was um, the, the, what we set up for him, or what I, I should drag you into this. Uh, I think it was Fuck, Mary Kill, um, like Tucker Carlson and Glenn Beck and oh, somebody okay. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way, when I said, all right, let's play Fuck, Mary Kill, the look, I, I'm so glad it's an audio podcast because the look <laughs> that I received is something that I will 
I will turn to in moments of hubris because <laughs> his face just fell. Like he looked at me, like, just the look in his eye was like, I am finished with you as a person. Like I've made my decision on you and it's not good. I suspect that's because he was worried it was going to be a more sincere game oh. that involved real people. And then yeah. when he found out it was fucking villains, three monsters, then it was off to the races. And I, yeah. I do remember this now cause I didn't chime in cause I can't remember what any of them look like. Frankly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, should we, what, should what? we, should we, is it, do you want to, I, I mean, I mean, I think I feel like we're ready. It's the Outlier Podcast Festival. Anything can happen. Is this, by the way, inspired by the Malcolm Gladwell book, Outliers? I don't know. Did you read that? Um, No, I didn't. I hope he's not. His tweet recently about the New Yorker Festival, you know, when they canceled Steve Bannon, and Uh he was like, "Uh, call me crazy, but uh, if you only invite people that you like to, that's called a dinner party. It was like, we're talking about a fucking hate speech person who's, yeah. you know, responsible for the destruction of our... De- fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Double anyway, fuck you. That's a sidebar. Yeah. Hope he's not affiliated with this. Anyway, <laughs> let's bring up our guest. Sure. Uh, he's the editor-in-chief of Entertainment Weekly. That's right. The Editrix. I've never said that word out loud really? before. Editrix? I think it's Editrix. I'm sure he knows. Guys, please welcome Henry Goldblatt. Yay! Let's make sure your mic is turned on. Yeah, turn on. How do Sit I do right this? Just switch it? I think Thank that's you it. so Does much. It, work? Did it, work? it works. It works. Excellent. All Thanks right. for doing this, Henry. I am so happy to be here. I'm such a fan of you guys. You guys are just terrific, and I'm Thank so you. honored. So. Thank you very much. Well, I, I'd love to actually know what podcast you're listening to, besides ours, of course. Yeah. Um, another shout out for Bitch Sesh, of course. I think they are hysterical. And so I'm not even so deep in Housewives. I watch Housewives through their lens, and I like it even better, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And then um, the one I'm obsessed with right now is Slate's um, uh, Slow Burn. The second oh season, recounting of the Clinton-Lewinsky scandal, it is so well done. And I'm a huge political junkie to begin with, and I lived through all this, and he's dug up stuff that I don't even remember. It's great. Okay. Well, good recommendation. All right. I've heard uh, nothing but good things. Did you do uh, Missing Richard Simmons? Or I did. Words? Okay. And what I were your found thoughts on it, I found it wholly unsatisfying. I found it like... You expect the sex is going to be good, and like you're into it, and you're into it, and then all of a sudden it just ends poorly. That oh, felt like uh, Richard Simmons for yeah. me, yeah. Yeah, tough. A C plus from Entertainment Week. <laughs> missing Richard Simmons. But I mean, you know, that was a tough one because it, Richard just does not want to be found. You know, so there, it's never going to be a satisfying ending. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you still hope that like he was going to knock on the door and Richard would just wave and say, hi, everything's fine. Yeah. I'm not being held hostage by my maid and like right. go on. And we didn't even get that. No, I think it's just we after the jinx, after that reveal and the jinx, we're so spoiled. The bar is set so high. It's, it's like, don't even try to set me down on the path of a mystery if you are not going to fucking blow my mind. Right. The revelation by the end of this, you know, did you ever go to Slimmons? No, I never went to Slimmons. Have you ever gone to Slimmons? No, I wanted to. I know of Slimmons. By applause, has anyone been to Slimmons? Nobody's been to Slimmons. Well, you've missed your chance. Now he's gone. But um, Richard Simmons used it from the 70s, had a a, a studio in in Beverly Hills called Slimmons, and he he would do classes. And I went once, and there, okay, if you can show up at like 1030 for a thing called Project Me. 
Okay. And then that's half an hour of just talking. And then from 11 to 12, it's the class. So of course we went to project me. And at the beginning they hand out uh, pizza, pieces of like printer paper and pens. And, uh, and you're supposed to write down the theme for this one was the stars. And, uh, so the thing was when I wish upon a star, I wish for, and you had to complete that sentence on the piece of paper. And then his assistants come by and take the pieces of paper and put them in a Ralph's paper bag. And then he comes in and he reads them and he tells you how he feels about them. Uh, somebody said, uh, I wish for calm. He's like, that's stupid. And it throws that away. <laughs> calm um, is stupid. Calm is stupid. You're never going to find it. That's stupid. I'm like, huh? okay, fine. Um, he grabbed somebody's cell phone and called their mother and cried. Um, he, um, he, okay. I was there. One of the, the people I was, this is insane. One of the people I was there with was a, a friend of mine who is, who is Latina. And he said, uh, how did you two meet? Were you cleaning his house? Like oh, literally. Shit. And it he was is like from another time. He's he totally from another time. He did uh, a Chinese voice. He did an Indian Ooh. voice. He, I'm not kidding. And then, <laughs> so then, um, somebody's like, what do you wish for when you wish upon a star? And he's like, I wish, um, that my 14-year-old Dalmatian could live to be 16. All right, open the doors! And then he opens the doors, and everybody comes in, and there are, like, hundreds of people, and it's so crowded that you, you're, like, like that? Like, yeah, that's as much as you can move? Yeah, doing very small motions. Yeah, doing very small motions. Uh, and then he um, uh, pulls all the men out and makes them take their shirts off. It's real oh. Do you remember what you wished for? I don't remember what I wished for. I think, I think, yeah, I think I wished not to be called on. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to not be. You wished for out. him to say fewer racist things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Project me. Yeah, fewer problematic things. I'm sorry to pass those along to such a nice <laughs> podcast festival. Um, so you are, uh, I mean, you are in the like the very hub of pop culture, working at Entertainment Weekly. That's what they tell me. And what uh, What are you obsessed with? I am... What is on your must list? (laughs) I am a garbage person like the rest of us. I just finished Love Island on Hulu. I'm halfway through. Sorry. Oh, my God. Love Island? Anyone? Anyone? I don't even know what it is. I'm six episodes in. It makes The Bachelor look like Proust. It's like... (laughs) It is so... So, so horrible yet addictive. They ship all these hot British people to a house. They have to couple up or otherwise they get booted out. They're challenges, challenges in quotes. Um, and a bunch of them ended up falling in love. It was a wholly satisfying summer, I won't lie. So it's Bachelor in Paradise, but British. But better. A little bit. It's kind of Great. Paradise Hotel. Do you remember Paradise yes, Hotel? Yes, that's exactly Paradise Hotel. Yeah. Do you remember Paradise Hotel? Sure don't. Okay. <laughs> it was just after, I think, Temptation Island, yes. which is coming back. I know. I can't wait. I went in for it. Did not get it. <laughs> did not get it. They went back to the original Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, listen, it happens. I think you'd be good at it. Well, I'm it would have been a Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. yeah. Not Post that Temptation. Wait. There's not another the Mark one. Wahlberg? The, yeah. Uh, Antiques Roadshow. Unclear. Huh. These are all huge blind spots for me. I'm wow. learning a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. It's uh, Who Did You Love on Love Island? Oh, on Love Island. I thought Temptation, you were going to say Temptation yeah. Island. I'm like, my no, brain doesn't go far, that, back that far. Um, there's, there's this couple, Jack and Danny, that were just adorable. Yeah. Um, there's a guy named Josh who... Um, Don't spoil I, it, by the way. No, I won't. Um, there's a guy named Josh who I follow on Instagram now religiously because he's hot. Yeah. Um, all all I, straight? Are, they all, are oh, there no, any... They're all straight. And I miss them now that Love Island is over. And so I've started following them all on Instagram because I want to know what's going on in their lives. Awesome. Yeah. Where you connect with your friends. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. They're my friends. <laughs> I follow you on Instagram, but I'm not seeing much content lately. Oh, I posted with my dog yesterday. 
He got a nice new haircut. I got a, I got a refresh. You can see that. <laughs> we got to figure out how to get uh, LGBT representation on those shows. When I went in for Temptation Island, I asked if there would be any gay people on the show, and they like looked at me like Jack Russell Terriers, kind of. They like did the <laughs> head tilt. And they're like, no. I mean, and it it does complicate things, obviously, in a high concept show like that. But like. They can do it. Complicated times. They are complicated yeah. times. We I want to be very careful about what I'm saying here. Oh, right. Because um, I don't, I'd prefer not to get sued. There has been a lot of online chatter that questioning the sexual orientation of the next Bachelor. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Oh. That he hasn't quite come to terms with things. And if, this, if we're in for a season of The Bachelor where that's the storyline, that would be fascinating. Oh, I would I'd definitely tune in for that. Yeah. He's fine, too. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he's not, this isn't airing yet. This no, it no, airs we know still it this winter. Wow. But he, he, t- he talks about, like, just, it's clearly he's not comfortable in his own skin, and there could be a hundred reasons for that, but sure. there's some online chatter saying that may be the reason why. And he's, um, he's outspokenly a virgin. Yes. Um, and he's been on, like, he was on The Bachelorette, and then he was on Bachelor in Paradise, and like women just threw themselves at him, and he kind of he just couldn't he couldn't commit. I thought the whole I thought that's all you did on Bachelor in Paradise is fuck. Yeah, it's supposed mm. to. It's supposed to be. Wow. And he stayed pure. Yeah, he did. He did. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on grocery store Joe? Don't really see the appeal. Never quite did. Get wow. get out. <laughs> Unexpected you, applause you, break. You out. Out. He Shocking. is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous and so dumb. I love it. I love it. It's a, such a winning combination. I love it. Are you? So he you're not the third mem- unseen member of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> Joe and are you Buck watching and, Dancing with the Stars for him? Uh, I am. Okay. Yeah. Um, he he is not uh, doing great. I, he's a little a little stiff. Um, I'm watching for Nancy McKeon. Oh yeah. Of yeah. Course. How's she doing? Not awesome. Mm. Yeah. But still on there. Still on. It's only been one week, so I don't think she'll be the first one kicked off. They wouldn't yeah. do that to Joe. No. So, it, yeah. How do you keep up with the amount of content that you are I've expected to watch for your job, but also because you're a you know, human and wants to see shows? Um, I try to watch and see as much as possible, of course. I'm very, very lucky to have a staff and it, um, that can fill in blind spots. For example, I hate horror movies. They scare me. I will. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm not going to go see Halloween. Um, but I have a guy whose entire job is to watch horror movies, and God bless him. He loves it, and he's really good at it, and he has great taste. And so that sort of that releases that valve for me. So there are a couple things like that that um, we have people on staff who do, so I don't have to. What was the last horror movie that you saw when you were just like, nope, this is it. I don't do this anymore. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I did all the screams, and I think yeah. that's as scary as I can do. Yeah. Oh, and those I know. are I'm such essentially a comedies. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. saying something. Okay. I was the same way. I think my last was Scream 2. Yeah. And I just thought, I can't. It just makes me sad. Um, I love them. I love them. I don't. I can't. I've had the pleasure of screening Heathers, which I think is just terrific. And, wow. Um, but I thought it was scary, too. It, it, it is. It gets dark as yeah. hell. Yeah. Um, thank you for watching. Oh my God, it's terrific! Especially I can't because wait. it is kind of horrifying. It is. It's terrific, and it's. I'm going to be airing soon. I'm sorry, we scared you. No, no worries at all. Um, you mean in the? You mean abroad? Oh, uh, I think it's getting. We'll talk. <laughs> We're not supposed to talk about this on the show. No. Um, and oh yeah, by the time this comes out, that'll be fine. Anyway, moving on. 
Um, what are what's coming out soon that you are really actually? Let me ask you this: Have you seen A Star Is Born? I have not seen A Star Is Born, and I uh-huh. cannot wait. I'm yeah. so excited. I can't wait. I'm Why so, don't you get to see an early screening? Early I season? know, and it just hasn't, the screening schedule hasn't worked out for me, and I feel so badly because it's going to be amazing. I think you need to prioritize it. I, I know. I think there are some meetings you need to cut off your schedule. Um, I'm super psyched for Camping, the Jennifer Garner show on HBO. Yeah. Um, that's um, by the creative team behind Girls. It's very, very well done, and I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Um, there was all this fall new shows that launched with like ABC and CBS and NBC, and I wish I could tell you a lot of them are terrific. The only fall show that I'm really enjoying is Manifest on NBC. Oh, it's sort of like a really? lost. Um, as a, a plane disappears in the sky, it lands, and it's no time has passed on the plane for the passengers, but five years has passed in reality, and it sort of unfolds after that. Wow. Interesting. Um, what is something that you... I mean, there are very few things that haven't been rebooted, but something that hasn't yet been rebooted that if you could wave your magic wand would come back. Um, Ali McBeal. Interesting. Oh wow! Now I got a one. I got one round of one person. Um, (laughs) Callista Flockhart. (laughs) I don't know if you do it with her. If you do like a new Ali McBeal, like cast someone new as Ali McBeal. But I thought um, when Ali McBeal was good, it was really, really excellent. Did were you an Ali McBealer? Uh, Yeah, here and there. Yeah, Monday nights were lazy nights. Yeah. Yeah, I was more into the practice. I did sure. like the practice. Well, I'd like to reboot Lara Flynn Boyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, have you all seen the Morphe Brown revival? I have no. not. Heard I it wasn't not. great. I wish it were, I wish it were it better. Read it wasn't great in your magazine, actually. Yes, so it's it was. Okay to say that. Exactly. Um, some of them, I think some of the revivals have been great. I think that one, it was really hard. It was really hard to watch. I loved it in the show back in the day, and I am not enjoying this revival at all. Hmm. Friends and happy endings. That's all I have to oh, say. Oh, happy endings okay. for sure. Mm-hmm. We need them both. Sure. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I want to see more of. I, I don't know that there is. I think, I'm, I think I'm ready for new things. We've had the 90s already. What a novel right? idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just can't think of, I don't know. Maybe, maybe popular? Now that sure. Ryan Murphy is oh, the biggest yeah, thing in the world, great. you know, mm-hmm. I just there, want Leslie Grossman to be Mary Cherry all the time. She's so good. She's amazing. She says that she still gets recognized for that role all the time, and they're all set to do a reunion or a revival. Like somebody just needs to ask. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well, we're asking. We're asking. <laughs> yeah. Guys, please do it. Get on it. Can we get back to uh, A Star Is Born for a minute? What are your thoughts on "Shallow," the song? Have you heard the whole song? I listened to it. Three times on the way here. Really? No really? exaggeration. Yeah. Wow. I'm have you obsessed. heard it? I haven't heard it yet. No. Okay. You haven't? No. Well, you've seen the trailer. Yes, I've seen the trailer. It's, it's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to sing it? Yes, please. <laughs> it's so good, and I'm, I'm, I'm so obsessed with it that I can't get it out of my head in a very disturbing way. No. Yeah. It's I'm, it, just singing in my head right now as we speak. It, it, to me, it's weird how Lady Gaga it is. Because yeah. she's supposed to not be playing Lady Gaga, right? But she does the thing that she does in all of her songs, like Poker Face, yeah. Alejandro, Ra Ra Ra, whatever. There's Sha La 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 Low, right? Yes, like yes, she's, yes. He, she's just becoming Lady Gaga. Yeah, I heard her say in an interview, like, I had to find a new voice. Allie isn't me. You know, Allie sings differently than I am. I was like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, are you a Gaga person? Is it blasphemy to say like no? No, I mean, it's fine. Not particularly. Not particularly. Okay. What do you listen to? Um, Kelly Clarkson. 
other than feedback. Oh, Kelly Clarkson is Kelly Clarkson over and over again. Yeah. I don't even get one someone applauding for Kelly Clarkson. I'm applauding for Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I know Michael at home is applauding for Kelly Clarkson. Certainly. So were you, were you in from the very beginning? Were you an American Idol I think person? I'm independently responsible for her winning because I voted so many times on that really? effing landline. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Over and over yeah. and over again. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I remember there was a work trip. We, I had just started a job. There was a work trip. Um, it was the same night as the American Idol finale. I literally called in sick to the work trip because, and my boss was busting me on it. I'm like, I don't care. I have to stay home and call for yeah. calling for Kelly Clarkson. Wow. Do you are you still angry about the moment when after uh, Kelly has won and she's singing a moment like this and she becomes a little too emotional to sing and Nikki McKibben comes in to sing for her? I'm just angry at Nikki McKibben in general. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? She was, I think, came in third. Yeah. Yeah. Was she like a bartender and had short hair? Yeah. She was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she kind of had the uh, the Kate Gosselin hair before it was <laughs> yeah, all yeah, the rage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's every girl I went to high school with. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, she's got a talk show coming out, right? Yeah. Kelly? Nikki yeah, McKibben? 2000. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nikki McKibben, exactly. Sure. Uh, for fall 2019, yeah. I'm so excited. Can't get enough of her. I know. Oh, there'll be, there'll be fun, like, cooking segments. Yeah. She'll, you know, she'll have field pieces. I'm ready. What is her beef with iHeartRadio right now? Should I be mad at them, too? A little bit. They won't play her music, but invited her to their festival. Mm-hmm. Harsh. Yeah. Shady. Shady. Uh, other favorite idols through the years? Oh, good question. No, and I'm totally teasing. Um, <laughs> There's only one. There really is. Um, I, there are a lot of people who didn't win who I like. I, yeah. I like Daughtry. I like David Cook. Huh, okay. Um, he did win. He, he did win, yeah. I disliked Taylor Hicks immensely. Um, there was a great civil war in the Entertainment Weekly offices in, I believe, 2006 or 2007, whenever, and it almost tore the uh-huh. magazine apart because there was a faction who loved him and a faction who hated him. Yeah. We, almost oh, did, well. we almost folded the magazine. Oh, my really? God. I'm so glad that you didn't. <laughs> I uh, was very much uh, in the, like, RC Cola camp of that particular oh, sure. Cola war. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, you mean? Oh, very yeah. much the RC Cola, he's, yeah. He's one of my favorites of all time. So there I you got go. nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Hudson. Sure. That's the only other one I can think of. Yeah. Oh, Melinda Doolittle. Oh, Melinda Doolittle. Fantastic. Speaking of RC Cola, yeah. Yeah. What happened mm. to the um, by the wig, by wig, Kate, Katy Perry guy, guy from this past season? Do you know what I'm talking about? What? There's a gay guy who oh, yeah. said wig to Katy Perry and they had a moment. Uh-huh. It was literally the only episode of American Idol I've seen in like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Unclear? Yeah, Unclear. I don't know either. I, I couldn't find him. I could not uh, finish it. Do you watch any other competition shows? Are you in, did you get into the X Factor? Uh, I don't watch any other sing competition shows. I watch a lot of food competition shows. I sure. just finished Great British Bake Off. Uh-huh. Oh, you guys? I yeah. Got it. I got oh, it's it. so, so good. It's, it's just delightful and it's Gentle. so... Yes, exactly. Gentle. Uh, Top Chef. I'll watch Project Runway when it's on. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm kind of old school. Oh, Survivor. Uh-huh. Okay. What's Project Runway going to be now that all the Project Runway people are doing a different show? <laughs> no. They're, so they're, it's moving back to Bravo, and uh, you're absolutely right. I have no idea. They haven't cast the leads yet. But Michael Kors will be there. I think so. Right? Is that... Okay. Um, can we, before we take a break, um, not a real break, just a fake break for the listeners, um, can you tell us, like, just all-time faves? All-time favorite movie? I am happy to answer this question. I always answer this question, and it's 
it's not satisfying to anyone but me. I love When Harry Met Sally. I think it's just the perfect romantic yeah. comedy. Seems like that's pretty satisfying. satisfying to I people. just think it's I think it's beautifully done. And no, I'm not choosing The Godfather. I'm not choosing Star Wars or whatever I'm supposed to choose. When Harry Met Sally. Garbage. <laughs> um, that's a good answer. Uh, his all-time favorite musician was Kelly? Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, of course. Wow. Sorry, Beethoven. <laughs> and all-time favorite TV show. That's so hard to choose between all my children. Um, oh, no, I not, thought you meant uh, no, I wasn't. Although I do have a funny story about that. Somebody asked me what my first TV show I ever watched was, and the first two TV shows I remember are Search for Tomorrow, which was this soap opera that my mother loved, oh, yeah. and The Price is Right, and I thought nothing was more glamorous than The Price is Right when they bid on all this beautiful, beautiful, like, cars and luxury whatever and luxury washing machines and my goal in life was to be on the prices right and I'm now afraid of that goal because I hear the studios are super dingy and disgusting and I don't want my dream that ruined dream will yeah. yeah I, I love the delicious candy colored uh, numbers oh, and I, know, I just want to yeah. touch them yeah oh I'm dying to get in there yeah. Uh, do you know Josh Androsky? He's a writer. He um, uh, took mushrooms and went to The Price is Right and was called <laughs> up to Contestant Row. <gasps> and I think, I think he played a pricing game of some kind. It's on YouTube. Got to find that. Yeah, yes. we'll, we'll post it to at HomophiliaPod. Don't worry. <laughs> um, oh, I, I was, did you watch All My Children? No, I didn't. I okay. didn't watch All My Children. Okay. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. For years and years. <laughs> and I just met Kelly Ripa and I fell out. And I, yeah, it was, it's, it's a thing. It'll be on tomorrow. Um, what else? What other pop culture questions do we want to get to now that we have the what expert? Were you, what were you doing before, before EW? I am uniquely unqualified to do anything else. So I'm so happy that um, I have this job. I feel so fortunate. Um, I spent seven years at Fortune magazine. And oh, wow. um, which was incredibly rewarding in an entirely different way. Uh, I was a writer and an editor there, and um, I was hired by this woman who was at that time seemed like she's 80, so she must be in her hundreds now. And she um, she asked me my math SAT score, and again I was 25 years old, and I happened to remember my math SAT score, and I guess she was satisfied with it, so she hired me. And after six months, she's giving my six months review. And she's like, well, you're doing a good job, and everything's going well. And then she turns to me, and she's like, when I see a last name like Goldblatt, I look twice. And I'm like, well, so I got hired because I'm Jewish, and my math SAT score, and that was kind of it. Wow. I mean, <laughs> those are impressive qualifications. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure about that. Um, fortune is uh, highbrow. Yeah, it that, was. That, I mean, that, that's, and no I've just sunk down with the garbage people now, and I love no. it. Yes. No. <laughs> I, in my... Um, high school bedroom. I like in sixth grade. My mom was like, "We're gonna decorate your bedroom, but just so you know, we're not only gonna do this once. So like, choose your wallpaper, choose a border, choose your paint colors. We're gonna do all this stuff. You're gonna have to live with this though. So just like, choose something. You're gonna... So I, just, I literally a rainbow wallpaper and then a border that went around the ceiling that was like, you know how you? I was I was such a gay kid, but I was always trying to pick something that felt like kind of passably okay for a boy even though and so it was like multicolored shoes it was like sneaks <laughs> it was like red shoes and blue shoes and yellow shoes all like kind of chuck taylors uh-huh and that of course didn't age very well and then i get into high school and i've and i'm embarrassed and my mom's like sorry told you that you're, that we're, you are stuck with this basically yeah that and my like wizard of oz curio cabinet that's in the hallway i was like <laughs> and so 
I what I would do is take pages of Entertainment Weekly my, and cover because it was the perfect size to cover the so the border of my room was pages of Entertainment Weekly. Anyway, it was my Bible. Still is. Yeah, went too. That's very very cool. Thank you. Thank we you. we never did get to a favorite TV show, did we? Oh no, we stop didn't get to dodging a the question, oh, Henry. I thought it was Price Is Right. No, Price Is Right can't be my favorite. Um, favorite TV show of all time. I love Will and Grace so much. Mm-hmm. I love I love Melrose Place with a passion that I really yeah. really shouldn't. But I can't say my favorite TV show of all time is Melrose Place. Like you, you can. No, this I can't. This is the perfect place for you I'm to not do that. Sure, I am not sure that I can. Yeah. I'm supposed to say The Wire, The Sopranos, and they're lovely, wonderful TV shows, not here, but they're not. not Melrose Place. No, nothing is. <laughs> no, nothing is. Um, were you like? Um, were you a Billy and Allison or a Jake and Allison, or a Jake and Amanda, or an Amanda and Billy? I was a Billy and Allison. Yeah, that felt is, right. This is Andrew Shue and Andrew Shue, yeah. and, and I was a yeah. Joe and Jake. Yeah, they seemed destined. Do you remember when the uh, the cop with the with the gravelly voice who's on one of the Chicago's now yes. was uh, was Matt's boyfriend? Exactly, gorgeous. That oh, was... is he still gorgeous? Um, he. He, <laughs> um, I guess I could turn on the show myself. The what? I guess I could turn on the show myself you and could. find out. Um, he's, he, he looks great, but he had some kind of throat. It, like he, this isn't the story, but it's like he accidentally ate broken glass or something. Ooh. And his voice is so raspy that it's off-putting now. So it kind of takes you out of the experience. But he still looks good. And it could have something to do with him because he's like a famous Scientology refugee. Oh, that's right. Oh, that oh guy. he's out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Um, but he's just on... got to get Elizabeth Moss, and that's the only one who matters who's still in it, right? Right. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I miss Melrose Place terribly. Do you? Did you watch the uh, the reboot? Oh, it was horrible. It was rough. Wasn't it, it was really, really bad. Did you go Models Inc.? I did go Models Inc. Mm-hmm. Me too. I love Models Inc. Yes. Oh, Linda Gray still looks amazing. She I does. saw her recently. Yeah, she does. She did a thing on that show. Because uh, she was, you know, kind of like a like a cool villain, like rich lady villain, right? So when she was being devious or something, or when she was trying to get somebody to do something, she did a thing with her mouth that I will attempt to do now, where she would just go <laughs> like that <laughs> and try to make it perfectly flat, and it was just super off putting every time. Pulled me out. Did you? Were you a Dallas person? I was a Dallas person. And did you watch the reboot? I didn't. I thought that reboot was okay. I thought they did a good job with it. Hmm. That okay. was a yeah. big thing in my house growing up. Dallas on Friday nights. Yeah. Um, the Dynasty revival is horrible. Yeah, it's not great, is it? No, it's not good at all. And I'm refreshed by your honesty. I would think that you would have to be more diplomatic just be because you're after job. this podcast. <laughs> but fine. We're all among friends. Didn't they recast Crystal? Praise the Lord, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That hopefully will solve a problem. Okay. Is yeah. that, was that, I mean, I, I saw only bits and pieces here and there. Was she really that bad? I. I was hate watching it so much and I have a friend who works at CBS and I'd be texting her during it and I'd be like, let me come in for a day. I will fix this show for you. It really will just take a day because you just fire a bunch of people and hire a bunch of others and it'd be fine. So, but they didn't take me up on it. Interesting. Well, they partially took you up on it. They fired somebody. Um, My all time hate watch was uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Oh, sure. It's one of my favorite TV experiences of all time because it was so fundamentally wrong about everything that it was supposed to be about. Like it was a show about a comedy show where nobody was ever funny, even for a moment. Thank All you. right. New microphones. Flying mic in. Swap. There we I go. That was the problem. Sorry. Did yeah. you hate watch newsroom as well? 
No, I actually I thought the newsroom was okay. I don't mind Sorkin, but I it's just like if it's a show about funny people, somebody should make a joke one time, like one time <laughs> in twenty hours, and not give speeches about the theory behind comedy or whatever. It was just it was so wrong, and uh, and I loved that Sarah Paulson was supposed to be like the Gilda Radner of the group, and the one thing that she was able to do was a Juliette Lewis impression from Cape Fear in nineteen ninety one. Except this the show happened in two thousand five or whatever. <laughs> it's fascinatingly misguided, and I loved every second of it. 30 Rock, speaking of, because they yeah. debuted at the same time. 30 yeah. Rock may be one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, It's solid. Um, it's so much better than Melody's Applause. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pardon me? Uh, let's take a quick break, yeah. and we will BRB with Henry Goldblatt. Woo! Freedom! Freedom! You guys! You gotta give for what you take. That's a freedom! I thought that's what you were gonna I'll say. Freedom! And I give you a freedom! Do you know uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks did a version of that song? Of freedom? Uh, yes. Wow. Freedom 90. That's very specific. Yeah. And how nice of them to cover this brand new podcast. That's right. You're on your wolf, which is called Freedom. Uh-huh. Scott Ackerman, Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, just talking. And that's all you need. That's all you need to know. They're so naturally funny. Um, I just listened recently, and they uh, went deep on the Kids Bop version of New Rules by Dua Lipa, which exists. <laughs> wow. Yep. Well, guys, you, you, I mean, we all know who Paul and Lauren and Scott are, Come but they're from the podcast Comedy Bang Bang and Spontanea Nation and Raised by TV. Mm-hmm. And all it is that they do on Freedom, as I've said, is just talk to each other, hang out, crack on each other a little bit, share weird stories from their childhood. All of it. It's it, fun. Yeah. It used to be behind a paywall. But guess what? Now it's free. 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 Freedom for free. Free. New episodes every Thursday. Uh, Go find it in your podcast app. And we're back with Henry Goldblatt. Welcome back. All right. So... Henry, you moved to L.A. in the past year, right? I moved to L.A. six months ago. Six months ago. Yeah, I was in New York for about 20 years, and the whole magazine actually moved to L.A. Um, when we were, when they started the magazine, of course, it had to be in New York because that was the center of publishing, and now with the technology being the way it is, this brand should exist in L.A. Um, around all the entertainment that it covers. So mm-hmm. we all moved out here six months ago. It's been great. And did you move here alone? I did move here. Well, my dog, Teddy, does he count? Absolutely. So I moved here with Teddy, but otherwise uh, there were no other humans involved in my move. Okay. And what types of humans are involved in your your life now? What's your current dating status? I am dating. um, Nobody in particular, but going out on dates and enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I am on a couple of the apps, but I find that I can't be on the slutty apps, the quote-unquote slutty apps, because a lot of the uh, people who work, um, work at Entertainment Weekly perhaps are on those apps and there'd be nothing worse than like, there's nothing worse than seeing your boss on a slutty app. Let's just yeah, put it that way. Yeah, 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 that'd yeah, be yeah. rough. Yeah, that'd be rough. Wait, so what are the, you're, so you're using the more wholesome apps? Uh, like Tinder. Mm-hmm. Sure. Chappy. Family friendly. Yeah, yeah, Tinder. Yeah. yeah. G-rated Tinder. Uh-huh. Can Ch- you, oh, sorry, you say Chappy? Yeah. They're, they're a former sponsor of this show. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. I'm trying to bring them back for you. Thank Great. you. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. So how, how is it? dating here 
uh, so far so good. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. The thing that I find that's different from New York dating is New York, like I lived on the Upper West Side. If somebody lived in Brooklyn, it's no big deal. You hop on the subway and you meet and what have you. Um, I'm in West Hollywood now. If somebody says they live in Venice, I'm like, no, thank you. That would be a long distance relationship. I can't. Yeah, yeah. no. That you might as well live in Seattle. And so that's, um, that's sort of a new layer to dating that I hadn't experienced before. Yeah, you get lazier. Exactly. I'm like, if you don't live in my seven-block vicinity, then I don't know if this is going to work. But I imagine there are plenty of options in your seven-block vicinity in West Hollywood. So in West Hollywood, no there need seem to, to venture be so far. Yeah. out of there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what, how long have you been single? I've been single about... Uh, Four or five years. I dated people maybe three, six months in between, but my last relationship was about four or five years ago. Okay. Oh, and in the, but in that four or five years, you'll you'll date someone, and it will go on for a few months. Yeah, a few months. But here we're not there. calling that a relationship. Mm, nobody that I've been in love with. Okay. So, sorry, Old. sorry, guys. <laughs> dated in the last four to five years. How how long was your last relationship? Uh, that was about four years. Okay. Th- that's significant. Yeah. Uh, and was that and uh, is that uh, is that relationship okay now? Oh God, no, 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 no! I talked to all of my exes except for that one. That wow. one's scorched earth. That is scorched earth. Why? Yes. Oh God, I wonder if he. <laughs> um, he's not a good human being. Like, oh. um, I hate him. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to label. T- I don't want to put too many adjectives on it because I don't want to be sued for libel. But he's not a good human being. Fuck him. <laughs> he can wow. sue me for libel. Wow, I'm sorry. That's okay. We all have them. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. What's your licking the wounds process? Oh, God. That's such a good question. Um, There's, I mean, that's a, luckily my licking my wounds and my work can be sort of the same thing. Like there's just a lot of sitting in front of bad TV and bad movies and um, just with the dog and decompressing. Um, So, Yeah. So there's not a like a slutty revenge period where you're <laughs> that was always my. There wasn't approach. as much of a slu- there wasn't a, much of a slutty revenge period that time. No, did you do a slutty revenge period? Yeah, <laughs> big time, big time. Um, yeah. Anyway, what's your like? What's your relationship history? When did you start dating? I came out when I was. 19, and this is actually a sort of a funny story. Um, I went to college in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh-huh. and there was one gay bar, and the speakers were on the outside. And I w- wore down that pavement for like two months before, um, beforehand, just walking back and forth on a Friday, like trying to get the courage to go in. And um, they were playing, um, they were playing a song that I really really enjoyed and I'm like well if the next song that comes on is Bizarre Love Triangle by New Order which is also one of my favorite all time songs then I will go in the bar and it turned out the next song that they played on these speakers was Bizarre Love Triangle by New Order oh my God. and I went to the bar and if it hadn't been I may never have come out yeah that's amazing <laughs> thank that you is, New Order yeah thank God for New Order that was that is like a that is divi- God friended you yeah God in that <laughs> moment. are they a sponsor of the show too pardon me is that, uh, is that show a sponsor of this show as well uh, maybe someday yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah, yeah. Um, I be- yeah. Uh, so okay so you, what, what was the place called oh the Nectarine Ballroom the what the Nectarine Ballroom <laughs> the Nectarine, Nectarine Ballroom. Ballroom yeah it sure was <laughs> wow what did you do when you walked in just um, twirl into basically. your new life? Well, at that point, I breathed a sigh of relief because I ran into a guy who lived on my hall, and it turned out he was gay, and like the rest is history. But yeah. Oh, how nice. What and a lovely cushion. 
so what was um, your first love? Such a good question. I don't have a like proper answer for that. This is going to be the boring part of the podcast. We have to cut it out. No, I don't have a proper answer for that. Like, there was like sort of mini loves. Um, I probably didn't experience my. Oh, I guess my first love, yeah, was um, this guy. Summer after senior year in college. Okay. Um, I went back to Boston. He was um, he was going to school there, and we had a fling that lasted a few months. And I think he was the first guy I was in love with. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And how how wide that end? Um, I, he went back to school and I went back to school. Oh, well, that'll do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So did you, okay. Did you, uh, did you like throw yourself into relationships after coming out? Did you like make up for lost time? No, I had a slutty period. A very, okay, very slutty period. That was my was. slutty period. Yes. Okay. Oh, it's God, good yeah. to have more than one at different oh, God, stages yeah. of life though. Of course. Yeah. Um, that was definitely a slutty period. Yeah. Was that uh, was that easy at a, at a big school? I'm assuming you went to university. Of yes, Michigan? Um, yeah, it was very easy at a big school. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You never have to see them again. No, right? never. It was great. Oh, that's fantastic. Sort of like dating in New York. You really don't have to see people again if you don't want to. You really don't. Yeah. Except when you do, you're on a subway car and you can't escape them. Has that happened to you? That has happened to me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Times. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, okay, so then from there you went to New York. Um, I did, I went to grad school in Chicago and then I went to New York. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How was dating for you in, uh, in New York city and in what time frame are we talking? Um, I was in New York up until well, up until March and almost, almost 20 years. Okay. So you arrived around 98. Oh no, I'm sorry. My math is bad. 96. Okay. Around 96. Yes. Okay. Dating was fun in the 90s, wasn't it? It sure was. Oh, God, you got invited to all these, like, um, dot-com parties. Everyone had all this money that they were throwing around. and having sure. these, I've never been to such nice parties as I had been in New York in the late 90s. Oh, man. Yeah, I was in uh, advertising at the time. So, yeah, every magazine would throw a massive thing. Oh, God, yeah. That's how I ate for years. <laughs> it was fantastic. But, yeah, Chelsea was, Chelsea was, was going off yeah. at the time. Met a number of men in the Big Cup, that um, coffee shop in Chelsea. Oh, yes. Big Cup. Oh, my God. You could could go in on a Sunday for, like, some coffee and a bagel and walk out with a coffee and a bagel and a man. It was the best. Absolutely. (laughs) I would bring my little Carrie Bradshaw, little, like, you know, uh, iMac thing or whatever this Uh thing was. Yeah. Sit down over one cup of coffee for, for hours. Sure. And, and just, strike out repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those were good times, and it was a time before before apps and before even exactly. really like Match dot com or anything. Yeah. It was you had to do it in real life. It was the Stone Age. It really was. Yeah. This People period of time is when I was in college in New York, and I was go. I was so broke and also so ugly, which was a very difficult <laughs> time and place to be unattractive. I, well, I mean, I'm happy to say that I've changed, but. Um, <laughs> Full, full mouth of braces and terrible skin and everything, and like would scrape together my money to go to um, curfew on Saturday, which was a tunnel. Do you remember that? Oh, this was yeah. like the '80s night. At, yeah. It was uh, with the pink carpeted ceilings. Sure. Does that mean anything to you? No. That's where I found my life. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was a big East Village guy. I would go to the boiler room. The boiler room in 19. And did you go to 1984 at Pyramid? Again and again. Got my pocket picked there, like, when I'd been in the city for maybe 48 hours. 
I yeah. was not the one who picked your pocket, but yeah. I'm sure I saw you there then. I was there every Friday night for the longest time. I loved it so much. For those who don't know, it was... And this is a time before nostalgia was rampant. It was yeah. a time before reboots, but this was the 90s playing the 80s. You would hear Shaka Khan, I Feel For You, on a dance floor, and people lost their freaking minds. It's amazing. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a good time. It was a real good time. Do you go out in, like, West Hollywood and do the bars and no, stuff? No, not at all. No. Yeah, of course. Go to the clubs. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Um... I've been going out. It's been fun. It's a new city, meeting new people. It's good. But nobody too memorable. I've been on a few dates lately, and I don't want to say that because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But no, but there's it. But it's no, no, I don't mean it that way. Um, they're sure memorable people, yeah. And I'm turning okay. red. <laughs> but the people that you've gone on these recent dates with, you probably will not be going on another No, I will date. be going on another well, date with them. Oh, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, got some <laughs> a smattering of applause for that. Absolutely, for sure. That'll give you the momentum to enter into a, a, a meaningful relationship. Perhaps. Um, what do you uh, like? Are do you find the boys here to be to be different in any meaningful way? This is such a stereotype, but everybody wants to be an actor. Yeah, it's true. No matter what they're doing, no matter how they look, no matter whatever skill set they have, they all want to be actors. Right. And, but is the, and is that a disqualifier for you? No, it's not, but it's oh, an interesting... It should be. It should be? Yes. <laughs> and it's also, I mean, I think that does go hand in hand with living in West Hollywood. For sure, yeah. Get, that is a higher density of one of the yeah. actors. So, you know. Maybe maybe accept a request from Venice. Just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Just see what happens. What do you look for? Like, what is... Oh, what a pulse? No. Um, uh, no. Um, what I look for... The conversation has to flow easy. I mm-hmm. definitely like a sense of humor. Right. Um, I'm not a tall guy, so I don't appreciate somebody... I mean, I appreciate people who are 6'3", but it's uh-huh. probably not the right match for me. Sir, I don't appreciate your tallness. <laughs> <laughs> um... Open as far races, ethnicity, all of the above. It's all uh-huh. good. Okay. I don't know if you know about the homophilia bump. Oh, coming, oh what's coming going on? your way. Yeah. What, is, what happens? When an eligible bachelor or bachelorette comes on our show mm-hmm. and expresses an interest in dating uh-huh. and they are, happen to be single, they the DMs start yeah. to... Open up those DMs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'll start okay. to come in. Yeah, people are going to be sliding in. Okay, it, do, it does... Yeah, I got. I, mean, I hope this doesn't sound strange. It does surprise me that you're not in a relationship because I feel you strike me as like the just such a catch, especially for. I've lived in West Hollywood. There's so much garbage there, and but also so many great people. And so when another great person comes along, I don't. You know, that is the sweetest thing anyone's ever said, Matt. Thank you. Um, I'm going to hire you to do my, to do my PR. Well, I'd at least like to maybe manage your Tinder profile and get in there and see what, what can be done. I have started using Instagram as a dating. Um, I have slid sure. into people's DMs. Yeah, for sure. Good. Yeah. What else is it for? I totally Bragging agree. about stuff and <laughs> hooking up. Yeah, exactly. At Henry Goldblatt? At Henry Goldblatt. Get at him. Get in there. <laughs> Act like it's a water park and slide on <laughs> into those DMs. <laughs> Do you have a... You know, a relationship vision board per se. Is there a, is there an image that you, uh, you know, would like to vision board step into? Um, he's gotta like dogs because okay, my course. dog is my dog is everything. Um, uh, he's gotta like pop culture. I have problems. One of the biggest turnoffs on 
and this has happened to me a couple of times, one of the biggest turnoffs on dates, and this makes them better people than me, there's no question, but when somebody tells me they don't own a TV, I'm like, well, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't do anything with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes they might mean like that they watch stuff on their laptop, which I don't... I, Maybe I'm just an elder, but to me, I'm like, get a fucking TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Live a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you, you have a, a broad knowledge of pop culture. Who is your all time? Like, who's your pop culture husband? Mm. As far as actors and actresses or mm-hmm. actors, actresses, uh, American idols, uh, writers, uh, whatever. Oh, good question. Um, I, this whole podcast is just proving how much of a garbage person I am. No. Uh, I have the biggest crush on Vin Diesel. I'm so sorry. No, no why be <laughs> no. sorry? Why be sorry? That's More fantastic. Applause. There's serious applause coming from yeah. that. Yeah. Tell, tell me why. <laughs> just, he's chiseled. He's a, he's yeah. a mountain. He's a mountain, yeah. yeah. And now yeah. he is often, you know, compared to The Rock, but the difference is that there's... I don't want to say like a bit of a bloat to Vin Diesel, but there's a more of a the rock is just made of rock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel looks like he's maybe he's not afraid to have, have a sure. piece of bread or something. He yeah. wants to. Sli- yeah. He wants. To, he gets drunk and wants a slice of pizza like the rest of yeah, us. Yeah. 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 He's hungover and mm-hmm. he smokes cigarettes sometimes and stuff. Yeah. Sure. I like that choice for you. Yeah. <laughs> he seems cool. Yeah. And a sexy voice. Yeah. And, and like early in his career, there were you know there were talks as the, the way that we're having about Colton Underwood right now. Exactly. There's... Oh, this is... An, you guys will appreciate this. I obviously can't tell you who. I was recently summoned by a celebrity through his publicist, uh-huh. and that has never happened to me before. And I got to say, it made, it made me feel like a piece of meat in the best possible wait, way. Wait, wait. Summoned for... <laughs> Somebody, for a date? Lovemaking? For lovemaking, yes. Did you respond? I did. What? <laughs> Did you do it? I did. Okay, I Henry! know you're not gonna. What the? I guess I buried the lead. I apologize. You buried the lead at the core of the earth. I know you're not. We are, I know we're not going to get we into can't who do it any is. Names but or at all. Can you? But other than names and identifying factors, can you just paint the experience for us? Like first, you get a an email from the publicist. I had met this person. Like, um, in a professional setting, we shook hands. I didn't think twice about it. We had, a, like, maybe a three- to five-minute conversation. Uh-huh. Then I hear from the publicist. I get an email from the publicist saying, so-and-so would uh, very much like to hang out with you. And uh-huh. as I said, I felt like a piece of meat in the best possible way. And were, when you received this, were you shocked? Oh, I didn't know this person yes. was gay. Wow. Okay, so it's not your Travoltas. <sighs> it's not your yeah. those people. It okay. Was, well, it was G- not Titus Burgess. It was not. <laughs> it was not Jesse Smollett. It was not anyone who is um, uh, not anyone who's out. Wow. Well, okay, there so. goes the rest of my day. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna have like a chalkboard and yarn, and just I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, piece yeah, this. Yeah. All right. It was Vin Diesel. I admit it. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you you you, the, the, you get the email from the publicist, and then what happens? I get the email from the publicist. I give um, the publicist my email and or obviously the publicist had my email, so I give the publicist my cell. Um, and then it's then we started texting a bit and um, this person sort of is based all over and um, came to LA and based all over like a maybe a musician or something. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't know. Um, 
were in the was the tenor of the texts like overtly sexual? They were sexy just... texts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So somebody's gonna pin me down and grab my phone and try to find <laughs> them. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Um, on that note, <laughs> folks. Will, last question: Will yeah. you be seeing him again? No, and it's the reason I'm not gonna date actors. When we said not don't date actors, I meant like fucking one, one, <laughs> yeah. not real actors, not this person. No, um, I imagine I'll be seeing this person in professional settings again, but probably not in personal settings. Okay. Wow. If they'd like to come on Homophilia and break <laughs> yeah. some big news, would they be a good guest? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Send them our way <laughs> when he is ready. Okay. The mind, the mind is actually reeling. Uh, at the moment. Henry Goldblatt, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, uh, thank you for having me. Thank you, Outlier yeah. Podcast Festival. Thank you all for, for hanging us. out with us. Sorry you had my back this whole time. Uh, and we'll see you next we'll see you next year at the yeah. Outlier Podcast Festival, we hope. All right, have a good day. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.